Bienvenidos a Toast. Welcome back to Toast, everybody. I'm very happy to be talking about Portugal again today because, well, uh, I just recently started learning Portuguese. I feel very comfortable and very confident in my ability to speak Portuguese. It's, you know, very similar to Italian, French, and Spanish. So I picked it up pretty quickly, and I also have an amazing teacher. Um, hit me up if you need a Portuguese teacher. I'll send you uh, her contact info. Um, today, we're talking about Coimbra. Now, Coimbra, um, for many of you who don't know that, and most of you even who've been to Portugal may have never even heard of Coimbra. So let's just talk about the highlight that most people actually do go for, which is the University of Coimbra, which is one of the oldest universities in Europe. It is um, of Southern Europe. It's kind of like the equivalent of Salamanca in Spain or Bologna in Italy. So it's pretty big deal. Um, Coimbra is also like that university also has one of the rooms that inspired uh, J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, to kind of base one of the libraries in Harry Potter off of that. So I know uh, many of you have probably been to the spot in the bookstore in um, in Lisbon, I think it is, or in Porto, that uh, J.K. Rowling kind of based one thing off of in Harry Potter, which I think is like the where he gets to wand or whatever. I went there too. But uh, the University of Coimbra and the library in Coimbra more specifically um, is really just this amazing, beautiful spot. And you have like kind of those ladders that... Uh, go to like the second or third floor because it's just this like super high ceiling and um, we ended up going there um, obviously because that's just like one of the things you needed to see and um, anyways let me just get into it like why did I go to Coimbra just because I met Michelle and Michelle told me about it and that was like one of the cool things is that you know when you're traveling and you're, you you kind of have this open schedule um, I was able to just really tag along with her trip even though we oh we got to Coimbra separately like I decided hey your your hitchhiking thing was a pretty cool idea so I tried to hitchhike to try and be budget budget friendly uh, it didn't work I ended up taking a bus to uh, Lisbon and then a bus from Lisbon to Coimbra uh, but I we got there at a similar time and we you know we, we kind of met up at the hostel and, and everything was cool um, Coimbra is cool because um, as any university town around the world goes, is it, you'll have a lot of university students and a lot of university students inherently means that it's going to be kind of a party city. And I was down with that because I'd been couch surfing for a while and I didn't have like the best luck in terms of like, um, you know, 27 year old single Jordan kind of wanting to go out and drink and maybe speak to some cute Portuguese girls. Um, that, that wasn't really working out for me. So I was down to go to a hostel and I really wanted to mix the whole hostel and couch surfing experience during that trip. Um, later on, I ended up opting for a lot more just couch surfing because I just had a lot more fun uh, becoming friends with people who are locals. But in Coimbra, what was cool is that once we got to the hostel and we met up, uh, you know, Michelle had already made some friends and, you know, I started meeting some people at the hostel and I ended up meeting all these Italians and this Austrian and they were all exchange students um, in this place called uh, Braga, which was, you know, which is one of these up and coming like developing cities in Portugal. And they were just doing a small weekend trip um, to Coimbra to see what was what it was all about, because that's you know what you do when you're an exchange student. You um, use the pass or fail basis to allow you to learn the language and travel around the country that you're um, staying in. So essentially we, we became good friends with these people and uh, spoiler alert, these people ended up, or the, the Austrian and, and one of the Italians ended up offering you know me their 
couch so that I could stay there and, and couch surf there without using the app, which is really cool because, you know, you always picture couch surfing as this thing where it's like, oh, I need to like message people and maybe like, I don't know if they, they seem cool or if they seem sociable or whatever it is. Um, these people, like I got to meet them and then it was more just like, hey, come over, you're a guest. And uh, it was really nice because I did end up going to Braga and I, I ended up staying there for like a week or something. We just had a lot of fun. Uh, and there was a lot to see from there. But I'll get to that. That's going to be a whole week of, of stories because I did some really cool stuff there. Uh, let's get into Coimbra. So aside from, you know, going to this library and, and seeing like uh, just the beauty of like one of these ancient towns that really grew up with, um, you know, education and, you know, the whole scholastic experience, academic experience really develops a town and architecture in a, in a specific way, as you must know if you've been to Bologna or Salamanca. Um, but from Coimbra, um, Michelle had this like, you know, dedication to like, I want to go do this like off the beaten path kind of travel. And so she found this um, old society that existed kind of pre like Romans or pre like, you know, Portugal being Portugal, um, kind of this, these Iberian Peninsula natives um, that had this old village and these, these houses made out of stone, stacked stones um, with nothing, you know, to, to kind of hold them together aside from just the way that they're stacked. So um, that's like really impressive. Anybody who, you know, looks at architecture, you need to know that like we need, you know, in the, these bricks to, to hold, we need this part right here um, to hold them together. And and uh, in these old societies, when they didn't really have this uh, technology, which came very long time ago, um, to be able to still build houses and things like that out of just like stacked stones and, and roofs and everything too, um, just really, truly impressive and, and beautiful. And so she, you know, just tells us about this place. And uh, me and this other Canadian girl, uh, I think Sarah was her name, uh, and you know, just decided screw it. Like we we have to do this. We have to go and see this like pre-Portuguese society. And so we ended up like taking this bus to this place called Losa. Um, and we kind of needed to take another like local bus from there. But I think we ended up just hiking the way, and we hiked around there. And it was just really really cool to actually get to see these places because it was so off the beaten trail that like locals even there didn't even know how to point us in the direction of what we were looking for when we got there first of all nobody spoke english because we were so far out of like you know coimbra or or, or porto or, Port or lisbon that you just didn't have the option of speaking english so i tried with you know whatever italian and it wasn't working out very well but we eventually found it and it was cool because we we ended up you know exploring that whole area we were completely alone we didn't see another soul for the entire day and it was just uh mind-boggling absolutely mind-boggling and and like I, I just owe this all to Michelle um because of that and you know like just that travel experience and her doing you know being diligent on that research uh really helped my experience and Sarah's experience with experiencing this I mean they had arches just like built with like stacked stones that were not even like glued or, or like nothing was holding them together aside from just the stones. so it's like when you get to the top you know you, if you remove one stone that whole thing crumbles um, just absolutely beautiful stuff. And, uh, of course there's also like a castle in Losa, which we ended up walking to later and, and seeing more of like the kind of not touristy things, but what tourists would go to if they were to actually go to that place, because, you know, it's Southern Europe, there's castles everywhere. Um, but we ended up finding like a really nice restaurant after, 
um, you know, like local mom and pop shops, similar to what Michelle and I had found uh, in the last episode down in Algarve, um, just to get like local food at cheap prices that, you know, we just kind of pointed at things and that's what we got. And uh, it was just a really nice experience to be able to do that and then go back to Coimbra and see all of the, you know, these teenagers or whatever, young adults um, drinking as they do at a university town. And we were able to like really earn those beers by, and it was a hike, you know, like we had to walk up like this village, this tiny, tiny village was still up in the mountain. So we had to, you know, go and, and earn those beers that we were to uh, drink later on in the evening. So um, it was really cool because um, all in all, you know, it was, again, another experience that I didn't know I was going to have, that I didn't expect to have. So with no expectations, the only thing that you could possibly have are, are good experiences. Um, and at the bare minimum, you get a story for your podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, back in Quimbra, it, it was cool because we ended up becoming friends with, you know, the Italians and the Austrian, uh, Moritz and, and Bianca and all of them. And like they kind of just really wanted us to stick around so um, in, in Coimbra, you know, like to be able to go out and, and go to like go out and party kind of like an exchange student would because we're staying at a hostel that's probably seven euros a night and and everyone's cooking their own food. Everyone's just trying to be as cheap as possible. And then um, same with the alcohol. So like you'd buy your alcohol from like a small store and you get your, you know, port wine or your uh, Vino Verde, which is green wine um, from the, the local Dep, if you're from Montreal or corner store, if you're not, um, just like the, the little shop and, you know, you get it for like two euros, whatever it was, whether it was port wine or green wine or even just beers, um, which is usually not the best thing to get if you're in Portugal. But uh, someone like me will still get the beers and try them. And uh, it was really cool because we ended up like going out and finding bars and finding places and walking around town and, and getting a different perspective. And um, there's a part of me that that misses that part of traveling. And uh, I know as I get older, I'm going to, you know, party less, and I'm going to go out less, which means inherently, I'm going to see um, a limited or less detailed version of the cities or towns that I go to, um, because I won't experience a what it looks like at nighttime or what the nightlife looks like, or even like just the unique bars that they have. And, and we ended up going to some like very interesting, you know, because we were with Italians, they like to dance and whatever. We went to some clubs and, 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 you know, you just see different things in different places. And, um, I really enjoy that experience as much as I don't really, um, want to go out anymore. Like there's a part of me that knows that as I, you know, continue traveling and, uh, in 2021, those of you who know me, I'm probably going to be taking a year long trip, uh, or sabbatical, if you will. And, um, you know, there's a part of me that wants to continue, um, experiencing the nightlife of places because that is important. You know, Coimbra is more than just a university city to, for you to visit a university, for you to see where JK Rowling got her inspiration of, of Harry Potter for you to, you know, um, get your dinner on a rooftop terrace and see, um, you know, the, the not skyline, but you know, the, the city from above because it's Europe. So nothing's really built too high, but, uh, also to go out. So, um, without me, you know, ranting any longer, um, I'm very happy that you guys are still here listening to me, um, tuning into my podcast. It's like, it feels so good to be back in the studio talking to these, uh, two camera angles, knowing that you guys are eventually going to get some value and in, enjoy these stories as much as I enjoy telling them and enjoyed living them. So um, 
I'm not really sure what I'm going to be doing next week because it might be uh, that whole Canada month that I'm looking forward to. But I think I might stay in Europe and, and smash out another country first. So um, stay tuned and stay safe out there. Toast out.